Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Sunday, October 16th, 2022. Our bit today is taken from Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. And that says, Let us therefore come boldly or confidently unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So friends, Sunday, that day of peace, rest, and fellowship has rolled around once again. It's interesting to note how quickly it seems to come back. Perhaps that's because the Lord knows how badly we need to fellowship together and receive his awesome grace and mercy to renew our souls and spirits while we offer up to him the thanks and praise he so richly deserves. And looking forward to Sunday ought to be one of the joys of the Christian brethren. Although some of us find going to church on Sunday an irritating inconvenience, a pain in the neck that just disrupts our sleeping program. Well then, find a church that gathers at a later, later hour now so you won't be inconvenienced. Because gathering with other believers with other believers in worship is a rather important aspect of the Christian walk of life. Anyway, for those of us gathered today, let's open the proceedings with the usual song of praise. Today's number is one titled, Come Boldly to the Throne of Grace. And that's something the good book advises us very often to do. But so many of us still refuse to do it. Now, let's see if we can't persuade a few more to do so by singing the song. Therefore, in a sincere, mid-tempo, harmonious rhythm, let's offer up sacrificial voices of praise. Singing, Come boldly to the throne of grace, ye wretched sinners come, and lay your load at Jesus' feet, and plead what he has done. How can I come? Some soul may say, I'm lame and cannot walk. My guilt and sin have stopped my mouth. I sigh, but dare not talk. Come boldly to the throne of grace. Though lost and blind and lame, Jehovah is the sinner's friend and ever was the same. He makes the dead to hear his voice. He makes the blind to see. The sinner lost, he came to save and set the prisoner free. Come boldly to the throne of grace, for Jesus fills the throne, and those he kills, he makes alive. He hears the sigh or groan. Poor bankrupt souls who feel and know the hell of sin within, come boldly to the throne of grace, the Lord will take you in. Come boldly to the throne of grace, the Lord will take you in. Yes, the Lord will take you in. Oh, my people, come boldly to the throne of grace, for the Lord will take you in. And yes, my brethren, there's absolutely no doubt about that last line. Anytime you go boldly to the throne of grace, the Lord will always gladly accept you, never turn you away, for he's in the business of saving souls. 
What does the song say about that? Come boldly to the throne of grace, though lost and blind and lame. Jehovah is the sinner's friend and ever was the same. He makes the dead to hear his voice. He makes the blind to see. The sinner lost, he came to save and set the prisoner free. And that's the gospel truth, my brethren. Listen to how Jesus puts it now. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And we know that comes from John 3.17. Glory, hallelujah. Thank God for Jesus, because it's through his selfless work down here on earth that we can now go boldly to the throne of grace. That's right to the Father's throne and ask for mercy and forgiveness. And here our brother Paul wrote it to the church at Ephesus when talking about God's plan from the very beginning of time. He says, according to, to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith in him. And that comes from Ephesians 3.12. Yes, my fellow believers, as the scholars explain, we do have boldness, that's freedom of speech before God, and access the right of entering his presence with confidence, that's the assurance of being heard by God, by the faith of him, that's true relying upon Christ to gain God's ear. And that's surely wonderful news, because before Jesus came and spilled his sinless blood on Calvary, only the high priest could venture into the Holy of Holies. Only him had access to the mercy seat in the inner sanctuary of the temple one day a year to seek forgiveness for the people. But Jesus' death, resurrection, and ascension tore down that veil, that large curtain in the temple that supposedly hid the Lord from his people. Now all who acknowledge Christ's name can boldly and confidently go themselves before the Father. However, there's one very important thing we ought to note. We can go to the Father in boldness and confidence, but never, no never, in arrogance or pride, always humbly. Because, as Cousin Saul reminds us in Proverbs, the Father still dislikes arrogance, pride, or haughtiness. They are all an abomination to him. And you can find that in Proverbs 6, 16 to 17. So please don't be fooled by those words, boldness and confidence, because they don't give you a carte blanche approach to God. That's freedom to behave however you want. You still have to mind your P's and Q's. Now, listen to a more detailed explanation of that ability to go directly to God by the author of Hebrews as he talks about the sympathetic Christ. And he says, Seeing then we have a high priest that is passed into or through to the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession, that's our confession of faith. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched or sympathized with the feeling of our infirmities, that's our weaknesses, but was in all points 
tempted like as we are, yet without sin. And that comes from Hebrews 4, 14 to 15. Army people, that's what's so great about Jesus. He personally knows what it's like to suffer the trials and tribulations found down here on earth. So he has the ability to empathize with us in our suffering. No other deity has that ability. That's why we can carry our burdens, our problems, anxieties, whatever is troubling us to him. Remember too, his great invitation for those who labor and are heavy burdened to come to him for rest. And we know that comes from Matthew eleven twenty eight. So we have been very foolish if we refuse to carry our troubles to him who suffered like us, though without sin, and thus understands what trouble is all about. But here's the scripture that wrap, wraps it up tightly now, as the author of Hebrews ends his writing on the sympathetic Christ, where he says, Let us therefore come boldly or confidently unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And my fellow saints, with the absolute mess that our world is currently in, I don't think there's ever been a time in New Testament history that we have ever needed God's grace and mercy like we so des desperately do right now. So please, let's turn our sincere, steadfast attention to the heavenly throne and seek that grace and mercy we so badly need if our world is to be saved from total destruction. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Only God's saving grace and mercy can improve mankind's lot. And that's the gospel truth, my people. Nothing else in this world can improve our lot right now because the way we are, we just headed straight down to hellfire and destruction. So please, let's wake up and pull up our socks, no man. Get together in unity and live for Jesus because that's the only way we'll ever survive in this world. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed Sunday, my people. Much love.